Good morning, everybody. Hey, everyone. Whatever time this is that you're listening to this. Yes. Hello to you. I'm really stoked to finally get back into the Bible after this past week that we've had. Past week was a little crazy. Yeah. I think we're, were we were we on schedule with uh, Bible studies? Before or if we missed a week, couple? Yeah. Uh, we're, we were off a little bit. Okay. So forgive me for being off a little bit. We've definitely had to divert some attention to other matters, unfortunately, where our family, of course, is not neglected no, reading the yeah, word every just day. As far as getting, but as far as recording podcasts, posted. unfortunately, the Bible studies haven't been the the first thing, and that actually really was bothering me a few days ago. I was just like, you know what? I, none of this matters. Why am I not just talking about the Bible? Why? Yeah. You know, that's no, nothing else matters. Nope. So it's really. Well, that's funny that you say that because that's been the topic with putting out the homeschool plans because mm. we said, hey, it's just going to be completely based off the Bible. And then everybody's like, well, what about this elective? What about that? What about this? And I'm like, Bible, who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's I, so true. I, d- I haven't seen, and I don't, I'm not saying that it's not out there, but I have not seen any other fully Bible-based curriculum out there. Yeah, I mean, they, I've looked for one, but I haven't been able to find one. That's why you had to make your own. Yeah, because it's always <laughs> which, just an elective. It's which, always an additional. Which is an amazing feat, but looking at it, yeah, I mean, it's um, a fully Bible. It, it's one of those responses to the people that said that you can't use the Bible for everything <laughs> is really, I think, what it was. Yeah. I don't think you knew that you were doing that at yeah, first. but right. I mean, I remember hearing those, and I, I mean, I even thought that at one time, but now that you finished it, I was thinking about it. I yes, was like, I sure can. Watch me. <laughs> watch this. Challenge accepted. Uh-huh. And the way, I mean, it's amazing. And this is, I mean, I think this curriculum base is a base off of just the conversations that we had during my whole Saul the Paul period. Oh, completely. When we were just discussing how this just goes historical, this goes... Well, but look at churches now. We don't just sit down and read the Bible. And Mm -hmm. that's something we've even struggled with because it's like the ones that get more views, the ones that are the ones that they have a theme. It's talking on a topic. Right now it's just this, here's this motivational message and we like string some verses through it to make you feel like it was churchy in some sort. Well, and it's not ignorant to world history either. Oh, not at all. And that's, that's what's that's, that's what's so great about history. it. Exactly. Um, but pointing out that we have recorded world history. Oh, absolutely. And it fits right along in just fine. Everything comes you together. You just need to be able to to figure out how that works. So, I mean, it was it's it's an amazing feat to be able to offer to people and I, you did a really good job with it. We're working and on it, getting there. Yeah, I know you're still working on it. But I don't know. I'm hoping and praying that, that it actually... I'm excited to do it. I know. Like these different resources yeah. that we're going through. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till we get to this. We're going to go through 17 books of the Bible, like in detail. Right. Chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And in I was year. And I was impressed with the apologetics that are going to be in it. Yeah. Well, because if you can't stand you're firm, representing yeah. a bunch of different viewpoints... 
and teaching them and arming them and equipping them to be able to defend their faith. And that's that's just so important. So anyway, go if you haven't checked it out. It's on all the places. Well, and we're going to end our school year in first and second Thessalonians. Yeah, that's right. So that that'll be a cool, um, you know, kind of what and, and I'm glad which is what that, we're doing today. Which I'm glad the things that you're going through here in Thessalonians, you know, I'm making notes for school plans, you know, as we go through and break this stuff down. But that's where we're going to end our, our school year at anyways for the first year. Yes, some of the school plans might be from some of my notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, a lot, a lot of the stuff. So anyone who listens to our Bible studies and home church is with us and then also might use some of our homeschool plans, um, whether it's exclusively or just as part of the stuff, you will probably see many crossover um, <laughs> yeah, you'll to probably, many different things. You because, might hear some familiar things. Yeah, that's what that's, I was going to say. You what might it be is. like, oh, I, I've heard that before. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, yeah. you most likely are going to find a lot of similarities. That'll definitely happen. Well, this is another controversial book, but which I got a fir- I mean, I do not care at all, and please nobody feel bad or say anything. But I got a first couple dislikes on a Bible study. You did, and I was like, "Man, that has never happened." I, I was think like, you were genuinely a little upset when it first happened. I was like, at when first, you came I was in, like, you were really? like, "Because you sent me a message, and then but like, your message was sad, and you're like, the Bible study got a dislike." Well, it the was first like, one. Yeah, yeah, it was. A, it was just because it was the first one. It didn't yeah. like. It didn't hurt my heart or anything. No, Please don't feel bad a, for a me. Dislike a thumbs down on a. Yeah, Bible I was just study. like, man. I was like, that's cool if you don't like the way that somebody teaches the Bible, but well, it's because you're talking about the rapture. It is, and that's and my Christians point. That's where don't I was going. Want to talk about the that's rapture? That's where I was going. The with, scoffers are the Christians. That's what I said in the second message that I sent to you. I was like, I knew that this was going to cause people to be upset because I'm going into talk about the rapture, and I know that I have plenty of people that disagree with me. So it might have been one of you that are listening to this one too, and yeah, maybe. that's perfectly fine. You did not. My feelings are not hurt. I but was at just the same like, time, Aw. something in this whole YouTube land like, of stuff, I wish that when you left a dislike, you had to at least send like a, a private message or something as to like why the dislike, because sometimes it's like a oh, genuine gosh, can like, you imagine though? No, the, but like sometimes oh, it's on videos Lord. that I'm like, what are you upset about? And, um, I, what in here like made you upset type of a thing. So sometimes it's like, did you accidentally do it? Like, did I say something like, what yeah. is it that? Anyways. No, so I'm clarifying. Anyways. Well, I mean, it could be, maybe I misspoke in it. I didn't really Maybe, but don't you wish it, somebody would say like, hey, you verse said this, such yeah. and such, you said this, and because of such, and like some scriptural reasoning right. as to why, like, I don't know. I wish Yeah, you, you will have why. to forgive me. I am human. I, I do misspeak. It's, oh, you, you don't claim to be perfect in the utter authority? Not at all. Okay, well, not I clarified at, that. Not even in the slightest, you know, and... For all the trolls in the back, did you hear that? I am so surprised that I don't slip more often than I'm told, at least. (laughs) Uh, But when I do, please forgive me. I mean, usually it's usually I either just completely it was a complete oversight, or yeah, I guess that's usually my excuse most of the time. (laughs) I was just like, oh, crud! But we were talking about this before we started uh, recording. We were like. It's so hard, though, because when, you know, when you're having just a regular conversation with somebody, oh, absolutely. you misspeak all the time. And then you go, OK, no, 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 no. This is what I mean. You know, you'll you'll clarify what you mean. Exactly. It's so hard to do that on a one way recording pot, you know, especially. Uh, so 
please forgive me. And that's why we, I encourage you to be a Berean as we read because, you know, you want to test everything with scripture. Now you may, you may have disagreements with me on, on my interpretation of it, but you still have to realize that this was still within a theological context that we're all, you know, in agreement on, you know, we don't have to have the, the same, same views, but we can agree that, you know, Jesus at the end of the day. Absolutely. Basically. And that's what matters. Um, there's a lot more to it. Yes. Don't message me. <laughs> we know. We know. Um, anyway, going into Second Thessalonians here, this will probably be another one. We we'll probably get some more hate on it because the, the both books of Thessalonians are regarding the end times. Yep. So it's really difficult not to. There's one thing people really don't want to talk about. It's the end when times. You talk about the end times because everybody has the correct view of the end times. Of course. Right. I mean, everybody does. Yep. Either pre tribulationists know absolutely that there's without a doubt they're correct. Is, and every single viewpoint knows without a, without a doubt they're correct. Yeah, no ifs, ands, or And they will argue it tooth and nail up and down. It's, and that's fine. There's many different arguments for every single Some position. Very valid points. Um, and there, there um, really is. Valid, and it's, is we've said 10,000 times before, I personally am, this is my, my just personal interest in biblical topics eschatology is my number one go-to topic that's whenever i whenever i look at a teacher or anything i'll go what's his eschatology that does not mean that i i don't you know i just want to know what it is you don't you stop listening to that's still yeah no i mean i listen to i listen to people that i disagree with all the time and i respect them as teachers and i I think that's a good and i and i and i love them as brothers and their lord so it's not it's not anything that i'm like you know whatever but um but eschatology is one thing that just intrigues me and i like i really am interested by all the different viewpoints in study there i will acknowledge there is some that i completely write off in my head that i'm just okay that's ridiculous but there's the 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 main four viewpoints or the you know let's just go narrow it down to two so i can get into this and hurry up but let's we'll say that there's a and i'm going to horribly represent amillennialism and which is no millennium and post-millennialism here so Forgive me with my misrepresentation of this, but I have to, they spiritualize everything about the end times. Okay. There's, there's nothing, there's no literal fulfillments with that. And the other view is that everything is a complete literal fulfillment. It's exactly going to happen the way that Jesus said it was going to happen Yep. because it's exactly the way that it happened the first time and it's not finished. And, yeah i'm gonna get biased here so i need to be careful but those two viewpoints really really intrigue me and i really believe that those two views in the lord want little the lord has this diversity for a reason and i truly believe the reason why we have this diversity is because there's many parts to the body we know this Mm -hmm. so 
we can come to different interpretations of scripture like this when it comes to end times. And both of our viewpoints are extremely important and are valid and should be considered by both sides. So even if I strongly disagree with one side, I strongly respect every single point that they that they make on it on a legitimate basis. And I can look at those points and I can go, I can see exactly where you're coming from. I don't agree with you at all, but I can see it and I I can see how I can be wrong in my view. You know, so I think it's in point I think it's important to represent both of those views correctly correctly and i think they both have legitimacy in scripture so um well that said everybody wants to argue and they want to say you know well everybody's like well right. one person's right i mean right. in every doctrine every right. view that everybody only one person yeah because it's know, funny because anytime anytime you put anything up about this you get the same exact comments and they're the their arguments, some of them are really extreme versions, but sure. they're all the same arguments. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, I really respect and understand your view. I really do. I don't agree with you. Sure. But I, I respect that view, and this is what I teach. So that's why. And that's why in our teaching going forward, and you will see that, yes, this is the view that we see most biblical Right. Respond, but like know, I said, know that, that in li- yeah. if you're listening to me, know that I am in – I. I am intrigued in the other view. Yeah, um, absolutely. So it's it's not it's not something that you know. I anyway, I was explaining. I think the, both of these views can work together because premillennialism, the extreme form of that, can get you to do exactly what we're going to read. What happened here with the Thessalonian believers? What happened to them? That's that's exactly where premillennialism can lead you, if you're not careful. On and so I think there's, and then there's definitely an extreme on the over spiritualization of these views, and you know even the the preterist view saying that oh, everything was done yeah. by by. 70 AD. So that was like... Side note, let me add here. Anybody that if you're coming and you're listening to this and you're getting completely confused and you have no idea what all these things are that we're talking about, go look on the main page of wherever you're listening to our podcast on. And Brandon has been going over many of these end times topics in specific lengthy Yeah, we invite everybody to do these Bible studies, but these are definitely part of the home church studies. So if you have not, if you're getting confused, just go Right, you're going to have to go, you're going to have to go back. And then the other part, the other view just says, okay, no, all that's done. You don't need to worry about any of that stuff. Focus on this. Yeah. And... And that's the extreme view of that. Yeah. Just like Which I said, the extreme really view you really caught up in the ways of the world and the things going right. on as so, opposed to looking for right. the return of Christ. So what do you do to counterbalance that? You put both of those views counterbalance each other. So they make sure at the core, at, at the yep. when we meet at the fence on our issues, when we have a person that made it to the fence. Yep. Like I, I'm thinking of one person specifically, and I know she knows who who she is if she's listening to this. But she holds a complete opposite view of the way that I do on this. In fact, it might have been her that gave the dislike on the other one. Maybe. <laughs> and God bless her, if she did. Um, 
but we meet at the fence because we've talked about this. So she's she's messaged me before, and we've talked about this, and we meet at the fence on this. And I really believe that that's where the balance is. Absolutely. And that's exactly where I see the diversity in the Lord and, and where we can come together in Christ and not have the same thing because she, you know, it, we balance each other out. We make sure that we don't get out of control on both sides, I think. So that's my little little thing on that. So going into Second Thessalonians, all of that was this whole really long intro was really super necessary for for this because Second Thessalonians is a response letter from Paul to his first Thessalonian letter, partly, and more of a, res- a response to the Thessalonian believers had received another letter that claimed it was from Paul. And guess what it was talking about? End times. Eschatology. And it confused the crud out of the Thessalonians. It was along the lines that we're going to be reading of here that the tribulation period had already started. The day of the Lord had already begun. They were already in the tribulation period. And they're going, wait, and what they happened? Were, and they were being persecuted like crazy. The Thessalonian believers were being persecuted like crazy. So they're like, well, yep, this makes sense. Guess we're gonna. Guess so they, we're here now. Guess we're here now, and they're like, "Well, it says it's from Paul, so I guess it has to be right." You know, like since it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Absolutely. <laughs> some guy on first, YouTube said. The, some guy on YouTube said this is the first example of that happening. That they were like, ah, so they quit all their jobs. They just they were like, well, ah, we're in the tribulation. Ah, this stinks. Well. Guess we're just going to wait for God, Jesus, to come back. Paul's just like, we're going to oh wait for that goodness. to happen. And he's like, okay, uh, this is where Paul has a serious anxiety attack. And he's just like, okay, I don't know how many times I have to clarify these things. I don't know what I have to do to these people. Or I can just imagine his prayers. They, oh, yeah. they have got to be <laughs> hilarious what they were. But this is what we're dealing with in Second Thessalonians. They were confused. They thought... They were in the tribulation period because of a false letter from these people saying that the tribulation period had already, or the day of the Lord had already begun. So, verse 1. And before we start, actually, <laughs> how many minutes in, Heidi? Oh, only almost 19. Ni- wow, I'm sorry, everybody. 19 minutes in. Please. Take a moment and pray. If you're new and just brand new doing these Bible studies with us, I don't pray on here because I encourage you to go to the Lord by yourself and speak with him and ask that he leads you in his word. And I feel that a lot of times we as Christians get caught up in either listening to somebody Especially in prayer, you know, and, and it can just get big, large words, right? That don't don't Answer really register. So, I encourage you to go and have your own conversation with the Lord. Pray for you. Pray for me. But just pray that He um, opens your your eyes and your heart to His Word. 
And then, of course, if there's anything at all that we can do for you guys, anything we can lift up in prayer, counsel, whatever it might possibly be, questions you have, concerns, whatever, go to APHomeChurch.com. Everything about us and our ministry, it's all on there, why we do what we do, how we do it, all of that good stuff. There's even um, our email addresses and a little contact box on there. So if you need someone that you need to talk to, you need to reach out, you have questions, whatever it is, go ahead and just send in a message. Brandon gets them directly on his phone, and that's what he works on all the time. So, yep. All righty. So verse one. Now that we're 19 minutes in, Heidi, now that 20. you're done. <laughs> I've been talking for 19 minutes and you said this little 30 second blip. And I'm, yep. All right. Verse one. This letter is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. We are writing to the church in Thessalonica, to you who belong to God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Dear brothers and sisters, we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. We proudly tell God's other churches about your endurance and your faithfulness in all the persecutions and hardships you are suffering. And God will use this persecution to show his justice to make you worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. In his justice, he will pay back those who persecute you. And God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted. And also for us, when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven, he will come with his mighty angels in a flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction, forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory from his holy people, praise from all who believe, and this includes you, for you believed what we told you about him. So this whole section, I encourage everybody in this whole section to go back and listen to I did a bunch of kingdom podcasts on the the millennial kingdom and we covered a lot of this yeah cuz these these verses here are really really deep there's a lot of things here that Paul is saying he is he's explaining to them this is just kind of he he's giving just this big old long entry about how all this is going to end up happening to them is just kind of a like a obviously you guys know this is the way that this is going to happen clearly not what this this false belief that you have come to understand and believe so you want to listen to the rapture one too and stuff because i covered we we go into this as well all right verse 11 so we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good thing your faith prompts you to do. Then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live, and you will be honored along with him. This all made possible because of the grace of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. This is really important for us as Christians right here, even outside of in times here. So we keep on praying for you, asking in verse 11 again, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. 
May he give you the power to accomplish all the good thing your all the good things your faith prompts you to do. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good thing your faith prompts you to do. Because guess what? Your faith will prompt you to do a lot of things. Will you carry that out? A lot of times people have excuses why they don't. Like, man, I really should minister to people. But I just, yeah, you know, I really don't have time. Well, <laughs> we're praying that God would enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish the good things. So this is, I mean, this is difficult. This is a thing where God, we, we must pray to get that strength to break that proverbial chain there that we create. Sorry, anybody that's listened to the Theology Ref Sermons. Yeah. <laughs> that's chain breakers. That's not a chain breaker verse. But, um. But we, <clears throat> excuse me, we put that, we, you could see that we put that guard there in our lives many times, you know, it, many of us, it could be living in the world. We're like, man, I, I really should get out of here, but I can't cause I got to do this and I have to do this and I have to pay this. Yeah. There's too How? many reasons why you can't listen to God's call and literally live these things out. We have too many reasons why we can't. Right. Because, I mean, I, f I really feel that's what, what Paul is saying here is that you are that you are prompted by the Holy Spirit to do these things. And I think that I really, really do believe that um, it's, a, it's a difficult task to accomplish, you know, because it's, it's not living for self. It's living for him. And that goes against the the every way of the world. So a lot of times that ends up that puts us in a very very uncomfortable position. And we pray that we have the ability to accomplish all the things that He asks us to do. Now again, this is completely in context going to the Thessalonian believers here, <laughs> putting this back where it belongs. Um, it's that works there, but putting this back where this belongs, obviously the Thessalonian believers, like, as I said before, we're going through a crazy time. You know, this is the Roman empire was not nice during this time to Christians at all. So anybody that was a believer they were i mean literally being hunted down like animal it was it was bad so continuing on in verse 12 then the name of our lord jesus will be honored because of the way you live and you will be honored along with him this is all made possible because of the grace of our god and lord jesus christ so that's the end of chapter one i won't do chapter two in this one it flows with it so the way that we're going to do chapter two those we're just going to jump right into it so hopefully you just listen to the end of this one and know that we're just going to start right into chapter two because it just goes right in along with it but the intro i'm so sorry that i rambled on for whatever long it was before we started but it was necessary that 
we discuss a lot of these things, especially when talking about, um, you know, uh, the end times and eschatology here. Uh, you know, we have to we have to be careful that the way that we handle the word of truth. So I want to make sure that my viewpoint is is you know not attributed to being the end all be all. But this is exactly what I believe, and this is what I teach, and I respect other views. So I'm glad we were able to clear a lot of that up. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with two.